Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast episode 51. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And uh, yeah, it's uh, good to be back into a new year, 2020, first podcast of the new year. New decade. New decade. We've got so, 2020 vision. Yep, and it's a good year for you because it's cricket, 2020, isn't it? You'd have thought so. Do you know do actually, any, is there any, any plans for doing anything this year with cricket? Well, do you know, actually, it's strange to mention that because mm. uh, I don't want to veer off too much about uh, talking about cricket already, not when we're sort of like about 30 seconds into the podcast. Okay. But uh, the England and Wales Cricket Board have launched a brand new competition in the year 2020. And guess what it's called? Something to do with 2020? Nope, it's called the 100. Oh, right. Okay. Um, instead of playing the 2020 format, they're calling it another format called the 100. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over that a little bit. Uh, it's worth pointing out our episode today is called Dry January, Your Eyes Mate. Dry January, Your Eyes Mate. That's a reference to the song by the streets, isn't it? Yeah, and the fact that it's Dry January. And yep. it's, it's such a shame that people have such a nice time for, for the months running up to Christmas and then decide that 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 they want to punish themselves for the for another for a month and not have the things that they like yep. at all not not just cut down not have it at all if you're talking dry January. Well, I'm I'm participating dry January again. I don't know whether you are, Jimba. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to now tonight because every time you do this, it means I have to have a non-alcoholic beer. Well, yeah, and I've even gone to the effort of buying them this time. Well. I think when it comes to the amount of times I've bought beer compared to you, I think we're I think we know who's in the lead on that one. I buy the specialist ones, though. Yeah, well... And, and before Christmas, I went down to the Moor Market, Beer Central in the Moor Market, and I made an effort to buy a range of beers we've not yet tried. Yeah. And you've now announced it's dry January. And not only that, you're saying that you might go even longer than January. I was thinking of doing it for 100 days. Right, OK. Um, which... Can you remember? Can you remember back to two thousand thirteen? You're just trying to be better than Jesus. Um, well, it's, it's not. It's not forty days and forty nights. Um, Did he do it for eighteen total then? I don't know. I don't know. Are you, are you Was he conf- not using the twenty-four hour clock? I don't know. Are you, are you getting confused with someone who went around the world in eighty days? I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's difficult in terms of what happens on the, on certain days. Um, but I thought that. Back in 2013, if you remember, I wrote a blog for the Waste of Web Space blog. I don't think anybody remembers that, but yeah. Uh, well, I, I actually I actually scrolled back and found some of them uh, a few okay. months, a few weeks ago. Um, they weren't very good, but never mind. I did that for 100 days. All right, okay. Uh, I yeah. thought it was quite good fun, literally yeah. blogging every single day. Uh, so I thought, I wonder whether I could not drink this time for 100 days. Yeah. Uh, just do a 100-day challenge at the start of the year. I think you should also do a video or blog at the same time as well. What of me... Struggling. struggling to do it. Yeah. I'm sure I'll be fine. We should also mention that this is the second episode that we are attempting to video yep. and put online. We got the first one on, didn't we? We did. With great difficulty. It's not as easy because when you record things on iPhones, which iPhones have a great quality for, for the video, but it's a nightmare getting anything off a phone, I found. Is it? Compared to an old traditional video camera. So uh, we'll try as best to get this on, on video as well. Now, I've accidentally made the mistake of wearing exactly the same as I wore last time on our yep. Christmas episode, which is a plain black jumper mm-hmm. and a, uh, a polo shirt underneath, which is exactly the same. I have wore other things since the last podcast, by the yep. way. It's just come full circle. Mm-hmm. So, um, And you've made the same mistake as well, haven't you? Yeah, well, last time I wore a Christmas jumper because it was Christmas, so I thought, uh, in sympathy with you, I'll put a different Christmas jumper on just to uh, <laughs> just to make you feel a bit more comfortable. It's quite good, this one. It says, um, it says on it, ho, ho, ho. Right. Although I don't know if that's uh, sort of, it, whether it's got the mirrored image when we record it, so it might say, oh, 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 oh. Right, yeah, okay. Kind of, well, so, so that's fun. worth that's that's worth 15 points in Scrabble. By the oh, looks ho, of it. Ho. Yeah, it's got, it's got Scrabble tiles underneath it as yeah. well, which is quite good. Excellent. So that's for anyone who can't see and who's listening to this. Anyway. So speaking of dry January then, as I said, I have brought the beers in today and uh, we've got a can each because um, I've gone down the aisle at Asda to try and find, other supermarkets are available, to try and find something a little bit different because what have we tried in the past? We've tried that Budweiser... Budweiser Prohibition, I think it was. Which was disgusting. Yeah. Like, and what else did we try? I'm sure we had something else last year. Did we, did we tra- have Nanny State once? Nanny State by I nearly bought that, Brewdog. but I'm pretty sure we'd had that. But that's all right. That's yeah. not too bad. I think, I think I've actually still got a can of that downstairs because I refuse to drink it. The one we've got today is called Piston Head. Mm. There you go. Dry Hopped Lager. It's called Flat Tire, if that makes it any more yeah. appealing. I'm not sure if it does. There's a lot of car things going on, aren't there? Pist- yeah. Piston Head. I mean, a piston head's not got anything to do with a flat tire, has it? No. Um, it's brew, but it's, it's lager from Brutal Brewing, and I think it's London-based, I believe. Is there a play on words there with piss head, do you think? Possibly. 
Yeah. Doing an alcoholic beer. London lager, anyways, it is. So uh, let's, should we give it a go? And it's supposed to be dry January. It's not. It's got 0.5% alcohol in it. I think that's I think that's acceptable, you isn't sure? it? sure? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because we're not doing well, are we? And if it's day six for you, and there we go. So let's have a sip and uh, give it. Give oh, us your opinion. That smells horrible to start with, doesn't it? Mm. I don't <laughs> think it's too bad. Just not t- the, it's definitely better than the probation one. Uh, prohibition. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, had not, it had not been put in prison, but whoever brewed it should have been. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a bit flavourless, a bit tasteless, isn't it? Do you not think? Yeah, it's a bit, it tastes a bit watery, doesn't it? But it, it's a good attempt. It's a good attempt. And on with that, it's not, not just dry January, but people do a lot of uh, vegan stuff, don't they? Veganuary. And yeah, of course. Try and, become, try and eat less meat and all sorts of different healthy things mm. in January. I'm going to go swimming after this. I did do it before Christmas as What's well. What's that going to do with a vegan? I'm going to be healthy. Do you go to a special vegan set? You're not a vegan anyway, <laughs> but uh, they, don't have, they, don't have, they don't have... You know you can get things about cross-contamination. Yeah. You can't sort of think, tell you what, I'll go in the same swimming pool as a meat eater, and we well, can't have that if we're a vegan. Well, no, no. I, I decided that... Well, a while ago, actually, I decided that... Um, at my own house, I will try and not have as much meat. So I refuse now to buy meat mm-hmm. products for my house. Uh, I will only buy fake meat products. Does for your my house. house eat meat products? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> but that's what I do. So I've been doing that for quite a while now. So that's yeah. like any sausages, the mm-hmm. the vegan or vegetarian sausages, any burgers, any chicken nuggets, any sort of southern fried stuff. It's all non meat based products or plant based products yeah I've been doing that for a while I even went to KFC the other day and I ordered a vegan burger because they've got a burger now on the menu haven't they yeah and I um, asked for lots of extras on it like mayonnaise <laughs> and bacon <laughs> and <laughs> um, so there you go I was trying well, um, I, was, I was intrigued because the other day um, I was watching a, an interview with two chefs uh, yeah. two brothers from Sheffield who have opened up a vegan restaurant somewhere I'm not sure exactly where it is and they were getting interviewed by someone on Calendar News and the person who was interviewing basically said, uh, veganism is very popular at the moment, isn't it? Uh, for example, KFC have released a vegan burger. He thought, imagine actually owning your own specialist vegan restaurant and someone starts talking to you about KFC. <laughs> uh, but Burger King have got a vegan burger as well. Yeah. Greg's, um, following on from the success of the vegan sausage roll, yeah. have brought out a vegan steak bake. I'm really not bothered, but has it annoyed Piers Morgan? It probably has. Yes. So, yeah. Well done, Greg. <laughs> uh, but the, the Burger King, though, um, yeah. the, the, they've got a vegan burger. Do you know what? Oh, sorry, they've got a meat-free burger. Yeah. Not suitable for vegans oh, or right, vegetarians. Okay. Because they're or still, vegetarians. Yeah, they still cook it on the grill with all the oh, meat products. So they didn't think about think, that. Well, what's the point in actually bringing it out? I mean, they didn't think about that one, did they? Not quite, no. But anyway... So, uh, are we going to get on with the news, or was there something we needed to come back to from our last episode? Uh, I've got an apology of the week. Oh, okay. I was going to mention something on the podcast last week, but um, I forgot. All right, okay. Um, I just, I've, I've got two apologies of the week, because when when, uh, when you mentioned at the start of this episode, uh, talking about dry your eyes by the streets, uh, I was going to ask you a quiz question, but I forgot. So, here's my quiz question for you. Who originally sang the chorus on the original recording of Dry Your Eyes by the Streets? Chris Eubank. No. <laughs> Uh, what, so why would it be Chris Eubank? <laughs> what? You, you asked me this question before the podcast and I answered Chris Eubank then. It's still not Chris Eubank. Still not Chris Eubank. Right, no. okay. Oh, that, that means people have got on the video have got to see me like act and pretend that I'm amazed by your answer, which I'm... <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to get any uh, acting work, am I really? But never mind. Um, so... No, uh, let me have a serious guess. Um, to be fair, you're, you're half right. Am I? Yeah. Is a boxer? No. Oh. It's not Chris Eubank. It's not Chris. It's definitely not Chris Eubank. Is, is that why I'm right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and when I say half, you're half right. Well, I'm, I'm not saying it's Chris Eubank Jr. All oh, right. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. Is it called Chris? It's called Chris. Chris Martin. It is Chris Martin oh, from well, Coldplay. I wonder why you know that. Uh, well, because I'm a fan of Coldplay. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's originally. I think there is actually some recordings knocking around on YouTube. But there is a recording of him. Uh, he, he sang it originally, and his record company said, "No, mm. we don't want you on that song." So my skin's got to. Record. There was a version after the World Cup around that sort of time. Um, I think it was when possibly David Beckham missed a penalty, did he? It could have been any World Cup, that to be fair, the amount of uh, times he missed. Um, um, but I think it was Dry Your Eyes, Bex, it was rewritten. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. Uh, at the time when um, Zidane did, scored against us in the yeah. 
qualifying rounds or something like that, if you remember that. He scored yeah. two goals quickly. But there was a go. good version of, of, if anyone wants to look it up, Dry Your Eyes Bex, it's a particular good football right. song. Even Gary Neville's in it, or somebody <laughs> doing an impression of Gary Neville anyway. Um, but also, that, that wasn't actually the apology I was going to put in. And last episode, I... Do you remember when we first started doing this podcast years and years and years ago? Yeah. Uh, we frequently used to re- mention one particular person. Yeah. It was a bit of a comedy figure at the time. Do you remember who? John Terry. John Terry. And I think, actually... I've. I don't think we've mentioned him at all, pretty much, since we've started recording again uh, a few years ago. We've managed to be a John Terry free zone. Um, but I it's a great I'll... start to twenty twenty. Hey, <laughs> we're back to the good old material that they used to. Have. Yeah, people love the stuff about John Terry, don't they? Um, I nearly saw him. Oh yeah. I was at a hotel recently, and sh- shortly after I left, he arrived at the hotel. Right. Okay. Um, it was Aston Villa were playing against Sheffield United, and they were right. staying over at a hotel that I'd been at during the day. And then I left, and he turned up, and apparently was there. And some people would say, he said, were you there when John Terry was there? I said, uh, I said no, no, I did. he was in the area, so I went down to check on my wife. Um, but uh, yeah, I missed him, so it wouldn't have been great if I got a chance to see him there, you know, in his Chelsea tracksuit. It, it, it would have been. So... Uh, on to news then. We're going to not do too much of it because we've got quite a... Because it is obviously our 51st episode and it's our first episode of this year, we've got some review of last year to do, haven't we? We know we yep. like to look back over the last year and I've got something really special lined up for you, Fisher. Oh, it's, you're gonna You're going to like it. And I'm not talking about sitting on sausages or mm-hmm. was it sit on my sausage or something that game we created or or uh, sniff my sausage i can't remember sniff lick or fondle yeah yep. it's nothing like that it's that you're going to really enjoy it this time you really are going to enjoy this quiz i've made for you right you're is, it, like is it, it purely a verbal quiz it's verbal right yeah. okay so not no actions intended no no mm-hmm. getting up no running around no sitting or sniffing anything nothing mm-hmm. at all but anyway so we'll get on straight onto the news first though um northern rail now what great... I, I, I don't know if it was a good thing to read it or a bad thing or... I, I mean, a bit of a strange one, weren't it? Because on the day that rail fares <laughs> went up another however many percent... Two and a bit percent, I think, yeah. The government decided to sort of get their own stories out there, didn't they? And uh, some would say to maybe, to maybe like, I don't know, hide the fact that rail prices have been risen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And by saying or by starting stories about... Or, or, sort of generating stories about rail firms losing their franchise. Mm. And Northern Rail was one of those, weren't they? Yeah. I told an hilarious joke uh, on last podcast about uh, Scotch Rail losing their franchise and yeah. saying that... Uh, do, you, do you want to repeat it for today's? Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So I'm not sure if you've heard, Jimbo, but uh, the government has said to Northern Rail that they might be losing their franchise early. Uh, ha- have they? Yes. Northern Rail's written back and asked for a few clarifications. Have they? Yes. They said they don't know what the word early means. <laughs> so, yeah. Where's that symbol oh, noise we sometimes have? Okay. Thank okay, you. now. There we go. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Is, is it good news, bad news? I don't know. I mean, I, I think... Well, we it, want trains, don't we? We do. It's quite... But, but, we, but ideally, I, I think Northern Rail have, have, have probably had a fair crack at it. Well, hmm. not really... Well... They've they've not really done anything, have they? They've come in. I mean, they got because they got took over a few years ago, didn't they? By Arriva, was it again? So uh, like Northern Rail yeah. were owned by somebody else, and Arriva picked them up. And, yeah, I mean, but, it's, it's good that the government has stepped in and taken decisive action against um, this train company that's been operating since 2015 uh, when they were awarded the contract by um, this government. The Conservatives, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it is quite interesting, though, that uh, the Conservatives' answer to it is trying to pri- uh, is trying to nationalise it, which is exactly the opposite of what they have generally done over the last uh, yeah. over many years. Uh, but I, I suppose it's well, it's just frustrating. Isn't it? It's frustrating. It has to get taken away from them because they are the service is so bad. But hopefully, it could be seen that if it does get nationalised, it might work better. Who well, knows? It might not. But you know, probably just get privatised again. Ultimately, no we still need new trains, don't we? And there's no sign yes, of them. Yeah. So, but anyway, or not on our net, not on our rail network anyway. And we'll continue to moan well into 2020 yes. about the state of our trains, won't we? Yeah. But in, in slightly better news, uh, Donald Trump has killed an Iraqi, uh, an, an Iranian um, military leader, hasn't he? Better news? Uh, well, probably less controversial news. Yeah. <laughs> um, have we got any jokes about that? Um, not particularly, other than, uh, I, I, I probably say, speak the same for everybody else, that I'm a little bit worried about the future. I'm already training very hard, just in case I'm called up. Navy, for, a Navy for, SEAL, is that why you've been swimming? No, I'm training hard so I can run away if I do get called <laughs> up. Uh, but that's why I'm going swimming, yeah, just just in case. Cause, so, Iran have, uh, well, it, they're not too happy about it, are they? Uh, well, it was in, 
He was an Iranian leader who was in Iraq at the time, I think, wasn't he? Right, okay. Apparently. Um, I've not really read that much on the story mm. or seen that much about it. Uh, I did see today that apparently he's had the world's most highly attended funeral. Mm. So it's always good to be always good to be well known. I did see... Uh, I saw a funny sort of picture on Facebook or Twitter the other day, and it was Donald Trump trying to talk to his Alexa. Oh, right, okay. Um, saying uh, some, something about... Uh, Asking Alexa to tell him how far he'd ran or how, um, how many how many miles have I ran? Yeah, uh, and instead, said. yeah, it's changed it to send missiles to Iran or yes. something like that. Yeah, uh, like feasible. Like that's could be something John, Donald Trump did. It could do. Yeah, do you I think mean, Donald Trump has got his his missiles? Like you know, these days people don't want to touch push buttons, do they? They want to voice activate everything. <laughs> do you think? I mean, it's dangerous around Donald Trump, isn't it, for anything like that? Yeah. But, Imagine that if it is voice activated and he says, I am not going to send missiles to Iran. <laughs> Sending, oh, oh, sorry, oh, God, no, I said I wasn't doing it. They've, I think they've had it before, haven't they? I, I'm still hoping his actual missile button just releases lots of balloons or something instead. <laughs> and somebody somebody during his presidency has, has, has come in and thought, you know what, Let's. he shouldn't be in charge of that button. Let's replace it with some inflatable balloons or, or something yeah. silly like, I don't know, confetti or... I don't know, something daft. I suppose it's probably the most controversial uh, moment in terms of US history and sort of wars with um, wars with other countries since uh, back in the 1970s when uh, Fidel Castro was walking along in... You might want to get your symbol ready, by the way. Uh, when Fidel Castro was uh, walking along in the supermarkets and someone asked him where the potatoes were. So they sent him down to the exact location, but unfortunately he got confused and oh. walked down on the thing next to it. It was the Cuban Missile Crisis. There you go. Um, I mean, but Bernie Sanders has sort of um, spoken out again, hasn't he? Because he's, he's, some people would say he's the American equivalent to... Uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn here. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that's sort of, you know, standing for peace and mm-hmm. negotiation rather than war and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, Bernie Sanders has sort of uh, recorded a video straight after this um, uh, this this killing of the Iranian um, war. What is he, a war? Uh, is he a military leader? Military of some leader. Form? I don't quite know. So Bernie Sanders spoke out saying, look, I stood up for this country against the Vietnam War, against the Iraq War, and I'm going to do the same just now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's good to see someone like Bernie Sanders doing that. You know, and his, and his, his brother, the Colonel, coming out with these <laughs> vegan burgers as well. They've got better things to do with this time. <laughs> Get your priorities right. You know, they, they, they know what they're doing, don't they, the Sanders? Yes, yeah, very good. Um, um, anyway, what else do we want to talk about here? So, the Masked Singer, you were telling me about this. Uh, I was, yeah. In, in Before we started recording. This sounds... You know, I mean, television, it, you know, especially sort of mainstream television and all these reality shows, X Factor, they're getting a bit boring, a bit mm-hmm. dull. I mean, Strictly kind of holds up itself, doesn't it, a little bit, but sort of the voice, uh, X Factor, they've been dipping a little bit, haven't they, in years? But there's a new there's a new TV programme on the block, is that right? There is. I mean, obviously, episode 50, we start recording this, which we're doing again in episode yeah. 51. Um, so we are now unmasked. Yeah. People know who we are. They know what we look like. I don't always wear the Christmas jumpers, by the way, if you're watching. Um, but the masked singer, people wear quite elaborate costumes. And they're singing whilst being completely covered up. The celebrities and ultimately the worst singer each week or worst entertainer is voted off. And But there's a panel of judges who have to guess who they think the singer is inside it, inside the costume. Which is fairly pointless because it doesn't really. Matter. I don't. I don't think a judge actually gets anything for getting guessing the singer correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first two people to be voted off were Patsy Palmer, who played Bianca in EastEnders. Ricky. Ricky. That, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you do impressions as well. Yes. Yeah, occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you do William Hague? No, you do no. a good William Hague though. Why is he on it? Uh, well, I don't really know Jimbo. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't. I, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Uh, but a politician was on there. Yeah, Alan Johnson. Right. Okay. Um, former Home Secretary. Mm-hmm. Former holder of one of the four offi- great offices mm. of state. And do you know what he's doing a few years later, having been Home Secretary? He's appearing on The Masked Singer. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, dressed as a pharaoh. Right. Okay. Guess what he sang? Uh, he's got to be walk like an Egyptian. It was walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw. I saw some of the sort of trial runs of this show. Oh. Uh, you know, kind of because they have to rehearse, you know, they're not going to have, every, you know, they had, they had more celebrities than they needed to <laughs> see which ones were going to be good and entertaining and all that kind of thing. And somebody, um, somebody in some sort of random, weird costume was dressed, uh, was dressed up and they were singing Nelly Furtado, uh, Maneater. Yeah. Well, it sounded, it, it was supposed to be Maneater, but it was coming out as Man Beater. And, uh. <laughs> It, it, it turned out to be Caroline <laughs> Flack. <laughs> 
But um, anyway, did, did you want to talk about Caroline Flack and Love Island? Um, well, I think after that joke, I'm not sure we've got much more to add on it. But Love Island has started, is starting again next week. Yeah, and, and the most shocking news I heard is that, uh, what do we call him? The the new singer. There's the singer who everyone knows. I mean, obviously this is how, how well I keep up to date with modern music. The singer who everyone knows. Everyone, the, Alan, the, Alan Johnson. No, not <laughs> Alan Johnson. The, the singer, what do you call him? Uh Singer who everyone knows, uh, uh, Stormzy. No, oh. the, the ugly one, the one that looks like he's a, a potato smiley face. Uh, Wayne Rooney. That's no, <laughs> I can't remember uh, his name. Ed Sheeran. No, keep uh, going. Sorry, Ed. Um, what English? He's Scottish, I think. No. Oh, uh, he's Le- related yeah. to the Doctor. L- who? Louis, Louis Capaldi. Louis Capaldi. That's it. Got yeah. there in the end. Yeah. So Louis Capaldi, his ex is on Love Island. Oh right. Okay. So he actually had a girlfriend. That's exactly yes. what my point. Right. Yeah, you know how. And who? But yeah. anyway, I mean, it's quite, it's quite, he's got a good personality. Lewis, quite, he seems quite amusing whenever you see him on his videos. No, no, he is. He is. Um, he is. Takes a piss out of Liam Gallagher, and um, when he said, "Who's this?" Yeah, I kind of felt a bit sorry for him because he, 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 he liked. He, he really, he, he, he took a lot of inspiration from hmm. Liam Gallagher and the an Oasis, and, and he, he admits to being a big fan, but. Then all they could do back to him were kind of give yeah. him abuse, weren't it? So, well, didn't he go out at Glastonbury dressed as Liam Gallagher? They always, like, like yeah, they always say never meet your heroes, don't they? So, yeah. it's why we don't do public appearances, to be fair, because <laughs> we just be a letdown ultimately, won't we? Yeah, so, um, but yeah, Love Island's back on. The Caroline Flack is not presenting it. Uh, do you know who she's been replaced by? Is it Rylan? It's not Rylan. Oh. Um, it is Laura Whitmore, apparently. Uh, who goes out with Ian Sterling, who's the voiceover person on Love Island. All right, okay. If you've, it, well, you've never seen it, really, have you? I have, yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. Oh, you claim you haven't. Is no, it... I, have, I watched it, not last season, the season before. Oh, but Ian Sterling, the fellow, mm. says, Welcome to Love Island! That one. <laughs> um, William Hague and Ian Sterling, in yeah. there, all in one show. There you go. Uh, so she, she goes out with him. And Caroline Flack is not on it after she uh, allegedly was involved in an incident with her boyfriend. Uh, did, is it alleged she threw a phone at him? Wasn't it a lamp? I think she hit him with a lamp. lamp or something. Believe so, yeah. Um, mm. So I don't know if she possibly threw a th- Knocked his lights out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, last thing we want to... I mean, do we want to mention uh, Harvey Weinstein using his phone in court? Of course. What if a... he's not in trouble or enough yeah. already. What a great segue in, actually, from Caroline Flack on the phone to uh, Harvey... Yeah. That must be why we thought of it. Harvey Weinstein has been in court uh, today. Uh, he's now on a Zimmer frame as well, sort of poor fella. Um, I'm sure everyone sympathises with him. Um, is it incom- isn't is it, is it amazing that uh, it just happens to me now that it falls quite unwell and, uh, and can barely even walk? Um, and apparently he's been told off for using his mobile phone in court. Uh, although he had a good excuse, he said he was just taking a picture of the woman who was uh, she was exceptionally attractive. Moving on. Anyway. So, I worked very hard on this today, Fisher. Okay. Now, of course, it's the end of year, the start of a new year. And I thought, you, you're doing a bit of a, a quiz of the year, aren't you? A bit of a quiz. I'm doing a very comprehensive quiz of the year. So I've got 12 questions, one for each month of the year. Although, I, it didn't actually happen in each month. And we're not doing that now. We're doing that no. later. Is that right? That's right. So, now I'm going to do a quiz, okay? Mm-hmm. And this quiz is called... I don't know if I, I want some sort of fanfare or something because I'm so proud of it. Um, but I think this might work quite well. It's the Hogman Eye song, yeah. The Big Fat Fish of the Year. Hey, hey. thank you. So. To Old Lang Syne. Does anyone know, know the actual words to Old Lang Syne? I don't think so, no. It's normally drowned it out by the fireworks. Pretty much, yeah. But anyway, um, which are drowned it out by the smoke. For anybody who wants to go down and watch them, apparently you can't see them, can you? Because there's so much smoke, you can't see the fireworks. On the telly, you can. Mad. Anyway, so I have done a quiz about you and your year 2019. Oh, my God. So you have got to try and remember all of these things that you did across the year and what the answers are to this quiz. Right. So I've got 17 questions. You're going to be surprised how much I know about you. 17 questions <laughs> about your year, and you've got to try and see how many of them you can get right out of 17. So I want an estimation from you. Right. Out of 17 questions, how many, and it's about you and your yeah. year, how many can you get correct, do you think? Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to think I can get most of them correct, because I, <laughs> um, I like to think I was involved in the majority of them. 
Um, so, yeah, well, I surely should get at least 15 out of 17. So 15 out of 17. Yeah. Are these yeah. multiple choice or are they... No, right. no, I think it's too easy for multiple choice, right. so... But surely I'll know, surely, how do you know the answers are not me? Well, we will see, we will see. Right. Are we ready? So 17 questions, yeah. and uh, we start now. Now, do you want, now which order do you want to, do you want to work from last January forwards, or do you want to work backwards from December? Uh, I, I, I'll, we're going chronological order. So you want to go from January? Oh, I'm impressed what the word chronological means, yes. So okay. we'll go from January. So, uh, so where, have you, where have you actually found this information from, by the way? We will, well, you might be able to work that out later right. on. I'm not Social sure. media? Uh, possibly, maybe. Right. Maybe it's a warning for you about how much you share. Yeah. Have you got any photos? <laughs> well, I could have. I realise now that I actually could have because we are on, on video. Yeah. So uh, maybe I, I might be able to somehow get some photographic evidence of something. Right, okay. If I can, but I'll, I'll I'll look into that a little bit later on. Okay, so first then, back in January, okay, you... Oops, sorry, I'm making all those noise here. Back in January, you bought something new for your toolbox. What was it? Oh, uh, oh um, something new for my toolbox. So I presume I went for... Um, well, I did quite a lot of... I did, I did a lot of tiling in January. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's anything to do with that. So it could be a new uh, grout float, or it could be... Um, some tile adhesive, a tile adhesive spreader. I'll give you a clue. You, you are in the right area, but I want to give you a bit more of a clue. You described oh, this Oh, I know what it item. was. I know what it was. I, yeah, you don't even give me a clue. As being part of Mickey Flanagan's own branded range of tools. Yes, it was to do. It was to do the grouting beforehand. <laughs> uh, it was a device called Grout Out. Well done. You are correct. Well done. So, it was called Grout Out, uh, and do you want me to try and find an Im- image of it for you? No, nah, that's right. I've got oh, are you sure? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So, uh, number two, back in January as well, you went out for a coffee with your wife, Vicky. Yeah. But what were you unimpressed with? Oh, it was. It could have been a couple of things. Um, we often go to some of these more artisanal um, coffee places on a Saturday or Sunday morning, and what I don't like is people who drink flat whites, who probably don't know what they're drinking, but they think it's cool to drink flat whites. They've probably got sort of hipster-style beards, so it might be hipsters, but it might actually be the spoon that I got the coffee with. So it might be a fairly strange multicoloured spoon on the coffee, or alternatively, the other thing it could be is the pattern that was on top of my coffee that's made by the barista. I need one answer. I'm. I definitely said I was. I definitely said I wasn't too happy with a spoon. I'll give you that. So the spoon was black. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> not, there's anything wrong with, not that there's anything wrong with black spoons, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you were more disappointed. Um, maybe you are a bit more, uh, bit more sort of <laughs> Brexit party than you might think. But you were disappointed it wasn't Sheffield Steel. Uh, yes, sorry, that was my, uh, my my gripe on that occasion. Um, which, for a place that is noted for making some of the best cutlery in the world, uh, we were using some fancy uh, club cutlery I wasn't too impressed with. So, Fisher... Um, you are doing dry January this month and you're hoping to do 100 days. That's your sort of target. Yep. Um, so not just January this time. But what date did you have your first pint following dry January last year? What um, date was it? What date was it? Um, am I allowed to... No. I was going to say I'm allowed to look through and see what calendar is. Um, oh, where would I have had it? I would undoubtedly have taken a picture of it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I would have thought. And... I think it was probably a pint. Oh, I think it might have been a pint of ale in the in the my local pub. Actually, that might have put a picture on. So I don't think I did it on first of February. I think it was probably second of February. And what's your final answer? Second of February. Well done. Three out of three. Um, it, I don't think it. Looking at it, it didn't look like ale. It looked more like, like a, a Veltins or something yeah. like that. So a posh lager, maybe yeah. if you want to put it like that. Uh, next then. Back in February, you were shopping in your local Asda and were caught by surprise by what? Um, <laughs> now, I think... I, I, don't, I don't often... I'm assuming all these come from my Instagram feed, by the way. Uh, the, the majority appear to be so far. <laughs> I think I, tw- I Instagrammed a picture of a carrot that was stuck out uh, in the aisle and it definitely looked like a... It was definitely... It was like an, an aubergine-style uh, emoji kind of thing. It was definitely a phallic-shaped uh, carrot, <laughs> so, and, there, and therefore it intentionally been placed to stick out to make it look like... Um, had, they gone and got, had they gone and got some kiwis and put them at the base? They, they, they should have done, basically. That was all that was missing, so I think that's what it was. Well done. Four out of four. I, I did, you know, cause I, to be fair, I came off social media um, this year for quite a while, so you mm-hmm. won't be able to get much from mine. Right. Um, 
But you can, I can't. But you can guarantee I'm going to for the next episode. <laughs> but I came back on to have a look at yours, and and I've I've been missing out, Fisher, and yeah. I, I've been through your year, and I've, you've had a great year, haven't you? Oh yes, yeah, I mean thing. these are the highlights, of course. Um, so number five, what was unusual about the pub you had a drink in on the 9th of February for your birthday? Hmm. What was unusual about it? 9th of February for my birthday. So my birthday this year was on a. I have actually got something amusing to tell you about this um, <laughs> afterwards when we're not recording. Um, well, not, uh, why not when we're recording? Uh, yeah, you don't know when we're recording. Okay. Um, it is... So it went... The ninth... The, I went into town. Okay. On, it was a Saturday. I went to town. I had something to eat. Um, I... This is... It's not drank. an interrogation. Though. Where were yeah. you at this time? <laughs> if the police do call you because something happened, we're trying to work on your memory. Yeah? This is proof that I've got a good memory, by the yeah. way, if any police are watching this. Uh, I went to a bar that had... Was a form of public toilets. Well done, yeah. And strange, I don't know actually. I'll, is, the, is the next question anything in relation to what no. I'm going Because uh, it didn't sell pints, it sold two thirds of a pint. Oh, right, okay. And also, it got sort of two reviews on the menu, drinks menu. They should have got like toilet seats, toilet like, like mini toilets for you to drink out of. That would be a bit disgusting. And you could flush them into your mouth. Well, it's a bit weird when you go to the actual toilets in this place as well, yeah. which are sort of futuristic from the spice <laughs> as opposed to the old public toilets. We've actually got the genuine tiling still on the oh, wall. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Now you're a keen tiler yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pass professional comment on that. Hey, and tell you what, all those tiles that I stuck on that wall are still there. <laughs> Number six, a Valentine's card that you found while browsing had what greeting on the front that confused you slightly? <sighs> it said on it, Oh, what did it say on it now? Um, it said on it to it. It was. <laughs> it, it. I think it's one of these cards that you can send, like as a Valentine's card, but not sent to your lover. Right. So you know, your you, your child can send you, um, mm-hmm. like a, a Valentine's card to the mum and dad. So I think it was one of those. But I think it said something along the lines of to the world's best girlfriends or something like that. And I said, this woman sounds like she's a bit of a slag. Oh. Or something along those lines. I, can't remember. I don't think it's close enough. I think you're in the right area, but it's not close enough. I'm not going to give you that one. So the card on it said, two husbands, one love to share. Yeah, that's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and you was a bit confused thinking, has this woman got two husbands? Yeah. yeah. Which obviously I'm assuming it's sort of two men who are sending it, uh, a man who sent it to their husband. Yeah. It's, it's well, what I assume has actually happened. Yeah. There you go. Did you buy it? Uh, I didn't, no. 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 Anyway. So, um, number seven. Describe the tie you were wearing when you went to meet your nephews for the first time. Oh, well, I was dressed I was dressed very smart. My, my nephews who were born on the 24th of February, year 2019. I remember that. Thank you. Um, and I thought it was important to make a good first impression and dress smart for them. Uh, I was told... Uh, you not just come straight from work? I just come straight from work, but I made sure I wore a tie <laughs> on that particular day. Uh, I was told on Facebook after, afterwards that uh, someone said I was holding one of the babies like it was a bomb. Uh, although I would, I would say that you would actually hold a bomb quite carefully, so uh, it's quite good to hold uh, the baby carefully as well. But I was wearing a blue tie with sort of a, a flowery white silvery pattern on it. Like a paisley type tie, I suppose. Was it the tie that I commented on in the pub the other day? Oops. Uh, oh, hang on. This is a big question. What was it? Was um, it that? I don't think so. I can't remember. I can't remember wearing a tie in the pub. Um... Actually, yes, it was. <laughs> there we go. So on Friday, yes, I did wear that same tie on Friday. We like to add a bit of drama just to a, yeah. a, a standard, any any sort of random question, don't we? Anyway, uh, what are we going with next? So, number eight, on your holiday in Portugal in March, you lost at Crazy Golf to your wife. What was the name of the Crazy Golf facility? Oh, <laughs> uh, my wife, by the way, on a, on a Crazy Golf par, par five, she got a hole in one. Uh, and I had to actually research what that was called. Um, and it turns out, bloody lucky. Uh, right. No, sorry, uh, a condor is the oh, okay. uh, is the correct terminology. I'm not sure if you've heard of um, birdie, eagle, albatross, condor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so holding one a par five, obviously quite rare. Um, but the golf facility is, uh, I don't know what its actual name is, but I think it was at the Paul McGinley Golf Academy. Well done. Congratulations. Uh, you also made a few comments that uh, you're not allowed to call it crazy golf anymore. Uh, did I say it was called, you know... Mini-golf. Mini-golf, or learning disabilities golf, or something like that, probably. <laughs> yeah, because you can't be calling things crazy anymore. Yeah. So, so easily, can you? No, no. Nutty-golf. That's even worse, surely. Mm, especially for people allergic to nuts. Right, okay. But anyway, uh, so, 
On returning from your holiday, you were struck by a massive delay due to a faulty plane, but received a free eight euros for food. Yeah. What did your wife claim she was going to spend it on? Um, I presume uh, a drink, presumably a glass of wine. Can you be uh, more some... specific? A bottle of wine, a bottle of red wine, white wine. Yeah, so what we have, you've got two wrong so far. Uh, two out of nine you've got wrong, so it means you've got seven right. Uh, she was actually, she she commented saying she was going to spend it on a Costa coffee. Oh, but okay. then it looked like you'd actually decided to spend it wisely. Oh, I know what we spent it on. On the Subway refills. Bottomless drinks. Very, very clever. Yeah. And you had your free Wi-Fi in there. Stop kicking the microphone. Oh, sorry. And you had your free Wi-Fi in there as well. Mm-hmm. So very well spent. Yeah. Uh, that was a long delay, wasn't it? Uh, I was going to ask you a question about how many planes you've been on this year, because it would have been more planes than you've actually flown on, wouldn't it? Uh, yes, it would have been, actually, yeah, because I got on the plane and then, then got off it. And I thought that might yeah. trick you, but yeah. I didn't think of that until a bit later. Yeah. So That would have been a very good question. There you go. Next, then. When we've got a bit of cricket for you, we know you like your cricket. Number 10. When watching cricket at, uh, in May at a cricket ground near Hemsley, you found a street with an interesting name. What was it? Did I? No. Um... Yeah, so you're going to have to... You're gonna to have to take your time with this. Don't give up. Keep going. Oh no 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 that that, that wasn't near uh, that wasn't near Hemsley. All right okay. Yeah no, that was in. Uh, it was the same day. Uh, it appeared to be. I don't think it was the same. I think I think I might have, I might have put the pictures up on the same day. Okay. It was all part of the same weekend. Uh, it, the place was called Perseverance Place. There you go. Uh, and that is in actually in. It's near Homeworth. It's opposite a. Um, Opposite a restaurant called The Catch, mm-hmm. which is a fish, and, uh, fish fish restaurant, as the name suggests. Yep, okay. And there a very go. good fish restaurant at that, by the way. I would like to add. Back in May, what annual charity fundraising gimmick might your brother have falsely got the impression you were doing in the wrong month? <laughs> <laughs> now, ah, right. Now, uh, I should probably give some context to this, which is that I was shaving at the time when my brother knocked on the door. Um, so it wasn't Fanuary, was it? It was, was definitely wasn't Fanuary. It was, um, <laughs> I was... I very much looked like I was participating in Malvember because at the point where I knocked at the door it uh, was just when I like shaved off my beard and I got do you do this when you shave when you shave your beard off you like to make patterns and, yeah. and see do a little goatee and, yeah you go yeah. you go through your George Michael you do, yeah. like do your Beppe from EastEnders I often I am often Look, so unorganised that I shave um, without checking the battery and then I get only half done and then I have right. to do half, the other half the next day sometimes yeah I mean let's be honest Jimbo Question everyone wants to know. When you're shaving, do you do the Hitler? Mustache <laughs> in the middle or, or, or do you not? Who doesn't? Yeah. Anyway, but, but Freddie Mercury. You've got to go for the Freddie as Freddy, well. Yeah, yeah, Freddie. Yeah. So anyway, um, two great performers. Joking, of course. <laughs> anyway, um, while attending a training course in London in June, you found the cost of hiring a deck chair eight in a park in London. Uh, and how much did it cost for a full day? It's eight pounds. Oh, thirteen. Being too quick has pulled you down there, Fisher. It was actually nine pounds. Nine, oh. nine pounds. So Still. I think have you got three wrong now? Then bloody extortionate. Is that what? three? What? Because I can't remember the price of a deck chair. You've got three wrong out of uh, out of a possible eleven. Number twelve? Uh, no, no, twelve. Sorry. Number thirteen. In September, your dad retired after working at the same place for forty-six years <laughs> since he was sixteen years old. But where did he work? <laughs> Schweppes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and remind the, the listeners about this one. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo, for some reason, always makes a joke that my dad works at Schweppes, but he doesn't. <laughs> uh, he works for a uh, well, he worked for a uh, steel working firm in Sheffield. Yeah, well done to him. More popular for... uh, now under German ownership called Schweppes. All right. <laughs> nah. Is he enjoying his uh, retirement? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so, what annoyed you at breakfast on your holiday in Tenerife? Um. Well, was it a man who looked like Donald Trump? It wasn't. No, oh, oh, but, he, uh, but there was somebody on your holiday. Oh, who was like it Donald Trump? Uh, was it a ma- was it a Scottish man who ate loads and loads of bacon? I wonder if he's eating bacon this month. Um, I think he was probably still. He, he would the amount he took. He ate bacon all the time. It really annoyed you, that didn't it? Well, I thought it was a bit uh, a bit unnecessary when there's like other people who might want some bacon. And he just took loads of it. Anyway, there you go. So you got that one right. Uh, what task left you dirty and needing a shower in October? Oh, oh. we're getting tasty now. Recording this podcast. Yeah, I didn't um, get this one from Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> was it? Oh, it was um, oil wrestling, wasn't it? Again, uh, no, it was. 
I think it was sweeping out my chimney. Which again, I would actually say was <laughs> actually sweeping out a chimney. Not a euphemism. Yeah. So, yeah, well done. You got that right. Uh, and then I think we've got two more. In November, you returned to Loughborough University for a cricket meeting. I think it was a cricket meeting. Yeah. You were shocked at the price of the pints there these days. How much were they? Oh, you got Star Praman, Star of Praman, and I think it was... There's a few times I've complained about the price stuff, haven't I? I think it was £4 a pint. Well done, yeah. yeah. Not, not like your student days. Definitely not. No, 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 this uh, John Smith for £1.50 is on. And then finally, this could be a bit easier, as some of the last ones might have been, been more recent, but what did you do from a great height in December? Uh, from a great height? Um, uh, or at a great height? Uh, oh, well, I was on the top of a building in Amsterdam mm-hmm. in December, so in particular I put a picture on Instagram of a very nice scenic view while I was going to the toilet. You'd actually got a big glass panel in front of you so you could see out over the harbour around the back of Amsterdam Central Station. So I'd say I went to the toilet with a nice key. Well done. So I asked you there 17 questions about your year. You got three of them wrong, so 14 out of out of 17. Mm. I don't think that's too bad at I think all. That's all right, yeah. Did you enjoy that quiz about your year? Has it taken you back? Not really. Well, I've had a very good year, but I didn't really enjoy the subject matter that much. Why? I, I would say that for certain, definitely next time. You're going to ask questions about your year. (laughs) Okay, then. But you're going to ask some proper questions about the last year in news and politics and everything else now. Is that right? Uh, That is correct, yes. Okay. Um, So, obviously, questions about things that happened last year. So, So... Stranger, I'm actually involved in one of these questions. Um, but you, I'm not but, giving away the answer already, am I? Uh, no, no. But you, you can maybe try and uh, you can maybe try and guess which one that uh, I have some sort of vague involvement with. Okay. Um, so, so twelve questions uh, for listeners or viewers who've um, not sort of listened to this or watched this before. We tend to do at the end of the year a bit of a quiz about some of the stranger news stories that news stories that have happened. So I've uh, I've gone and done one uh, this year. So what is true about Australian prime ministers? Is it that the faith held in politicians is that low in Australia that when the public were asked to name a politician they trusted the most, they chose the Prime Minister of New Zealand? Or is it that Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison had to wear an eye patch for three weeks after he was hit in the face by a cricket ball and shards of glass from his glass had shattered in his eye? Well, we've not had this question before on the podcast, then. Don't think so, no. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, well, they do like cricket in Australia. They do. Um... I'm not sure about politics and how... Po- and you don't ever, you don't particularly hear of much unrest in pol- politics in Australia, really. And they, they seem to be quite a, a content country most of the time. Obviously not at the minute. The, uh, no, not with the bushfires. It's horrible, isn't it? If you look at yeah. the satellite images, I didn't realise how much it, it was of Australia. So yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. that sorts itself out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the second one, the Cr- iPad. Cricket ball one. in the face. Yeah. And you'll be wrong. Australia... Australia have had quite a lot of prime ministers in the last few years. Ooh. Julia Gillard, uh, Kevin Rudd. Um, I think there's a, bit, a couple more in there whose names I can't remember. Um, but the Harold has he Har- been yet? Harold Bishop. No. no. I'll tell you what, he would be a good person to unify Australia. He would have thought. <laughs> um, uh, but the prime minister of Australia, do you know what he did recently? Um, obviously, they've had a lot of forest fires. Uh, do you know what action he took um, early December or mid December? At a barbecue? No, I went on holiday to Hawaii. Ah, oh, right, right, okay. Which obviously didn't go down very well. Is he there maybe. with? Uh, is he there with um, Boris? Uh, He's sunning himself as well, isn't he? While yeah, everything's I going, I can't remember where he went to. I suppose to be fair to uh, Boris, a uh, very apt sort of statement about what Boris gets up to, saying it's content up, obviously. But uh, I suppose if he was at home at Christmas, it must be a nightmare because he's got to go around and visit all his kids <laughs> on Christmas Day. I mean, that must be absolutely tiring for him. So obviously, he's taking himself away quite sensibly. Um, so, Karl Lagerfeld uh, died this year. Uh, what's true about him? Is it that he's well known for his love of animals and his California mansion had a large swimming pool shaped like a pair of his famous sunglasses which homed four dolphins? Or is it his cat has a modelling contract and she earned over £2.3 million advertising cars and cosmetics? Um, well, if he's keen on animals, I, I, I would imagine that he wouldn't think a be- the best place for dolphins would be in his back garden, in his swimming pools. Swimming pool shaped like sunglasses. Like sunglasses. Um, so, although it would protect the dolphins from sunburn. Of course. And, and make sure they don't get the sun in their eyes. Exactly, yeah. Actually, no, sunglasses don't protect you from sunburn. No, they don't, do they? Um, well, they do, I think. Well, well, a certain bit of it will. You get a very small <laughs> amount just around the rim of your eyes, but uh, uh, in general, they're more. Let, I think the cat one. This cat's got a modelling contract. Yeah. You are correct. 
Um, apparently, Karl Lagerfeld, Karl Lagerfeld, apparently as a young person, uh, when he was starting to get into sort of the fashion industry, claimed that his dad was a well-known um, chief executive and his mum was whatever she was. Turned out he was just a fairly ordinary bloke from a um, sort of normal suburban area of Germany as opposed to anything particularly... Unusual so or posh. His cat's got a modelling contract. Yes. And does it do a catwalk? Hey. All over it. Hey. hey. Thank got you. A symbol. There we go. Um, and also his name, his, his name Lagerfeld is uh, incorrectly spelled. It, it changed the spelling of his surname. All right. Okay. Uh, he used to be called Karl Lagerfeld with a T on the end of it, and he got rid of the T. All right. Okay. So there we go. Just to make it sound a bit more. A bit Why more don't you just posher. get rid of your R and just be called Fish? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have got a six-year-old niece who calls me Uncle Crisp, <laughs> which is really annoying, really, but never, never mind. Um, so what did the Mexican state of Quintaru declare a state of emergency of over this year? Donald Trump. So uh, not that I'm aware of, although that wouldn't surprise me. So uh, Quintaru in uh, Mexico, um, you've been there, I think, uh, as have I, not together. Um, so an influx of American students celebrating spring bake became so excessive that supplies of tequila in the region started to run dry and emergency procedures were put in place to source the alcohol from other regions. Or was it there was so much rotting seaweed on the beach that it started to release hydrogen sulphide, which smelled like rotting eggs and drove away a lot of tourists? I know this because when I went to Mexico... You drank so much tequila. A long time ago, uh, there was a lot of seaweed on the beach and the people actually had jobs scooping up the seaweed and burying it. Hmm. So it is a is seaweed is an issue and it is do it does affect tourism because you can go out into the sea and you kind of get tangled in it mm. and everything. So I'm gonna go with the seaweed. I think. When you say you know it, I mean I've also been to that, seen exactly the same problem. So do you think that mm. would have been a good fake answer for me to make up? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with it now. Yeah, you're right. Oh yes. Um. So yes, that was that the tequila thing was it was purely made up. Um. So in terms of. U.S. citizens in Europe, which is true about U.S. citizens in Europe. Is it that all visitors to Austria who lose their passport are able to go to a McDonald's in Austria where they will be given access to a 24-hour hotline to the main U.S. embassy in Vienna? And that's a this-year thing. Uh, to, uh, 2019, so last year. Um, so, yeah, is it that all visitors in all U.S. visitors to Austria, Austria so I say Austria or Australia? Austria. Austria, who lose their passport are able to go to a McDonald's in Austria where they'll be given access to a 24-hour hotline to contact the main U.S. embassy in Vienna? Or is it that a rogue employee at Nicholas Copernicus Airport in Rochlaw, Poland, stamped US citizen passports with a homemade stamp saying, Welcome to Poland, we hate Donald Trump. This was uncovered <laughs> after around three hours and he was promptly sacked. <laughs> um, let's go with... Uh, I, I want to go with the one I want it to be real, and I think it's the Donald Trump stamp ones. Donald Trump one? Yeah. You are incorrect. Ah. Oh. Um, yes, it was that um, all visitors to uh, who lose a passport, so American visitors in Austria lose a passport, you're told that you can uh, go to your local McDonald's. I think it's about 120 odd branches of McDonald's. They've got a 24 hour hotline. They, they have clarified that it's not actually an official embassy, so you can't claim diplomatic immunity <laughs> uh, whilst in there. But it would be a good place to claim <laughs> yeah. diplomatic immunity and you get, you get free, free food. food so, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, actually, no, not necessarily free. I have to pay for it. But well, yeah. You get food at the place where you're at. It's better than, uh, better than um, Julian Assange. Mm hmm. Who did have to sleep in the toilets at the Ecuadorian embassy? Yeah, so did the quietest I? bit, yeah. Mm. I think around the back of the building so it's a bit quieter. Um, so, Kazakhstan national Aslan Saganorov was arrested by an overly keen national police this year. Why? Was it that he was held up? He held up a wordless white placard in the manner of a protester, and the local police arrested him but wouldn't give a reason. He was later released without charge. Or was it to celebrate the release of a film in early 2019 featuring his favourite comedians, Laurel and Hardy? He created an advert for the film featuring what he said detailed the life of Kazakhstan Laurel, and he was arrested for promoting foreign work and being disrespectful to his nation. Okay. Uh, so did he basically just hold up a placard that said nothing on it? I went to see or, this film, uh, the Laurel and Hardy film, mm -hmm. last January actually, I think it was. Uh, really good actually. It's uh, it's Steve Coogan, yeah. and I can't, I can't remember the other guy, to be honest. Ah, it's American, I think, isn't he? Yeah, but uh, great film. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the first one that he held up a placard with nothing on it. You'll be correct. Yeah, and he was arrested. I think when they arrested him, said they'll tell him later on why he's arrested. <laughs> but then found there was actually no reason to arrest him whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, on to America. Great source of um, places for, for these weird news stories. Following 11 people contracting a specific strain of salmonella across eight different states, 
What did the US Center for Disease Control have to issue an official warning for? Was it to tell people not to kiss or snuggle their hedgehogs, or <laughs> was it to tell people not to prepare food in their bathroom? <laughs> Um, I don't know if salmonella comes from hedgehogs. I don't know if that's a source of... I mean, I'm sure they've got... There are issues, but cuddling your hedgehogs. I mean, they're not very cuddly, are they? <laughs> spiked every time. And in America, aren't they like porcupines? Yeah. Um, do they even have hedgehogs in America? I suppose they do, but aren't well, they like porcupines? Are they slightly um, different? Yes, they do. Um, okay. Uh, well, I, I presume so. Have so I'm, I'm going to go with uh, not to prepare food in your bathroom. Okay. And you will be wrong. Oh. Apparently, uh, a fair few people are getting ill from kissing and snuggling hedgehogs. Right, okay. Um, presumably at night, because that's only when they come out. Yeah, so. yeah. Of course. Um, there we go. So, um, staying in North America, a greengrocer in Vancouver. What did he do to try and help the environment? Was it? He offered to buy carrier bags off people for 10 cents. However, this led to people buying carrier bags for 5 cents from other stores and then selling them back to him for a small profit. After around two weeks, he had to stop as he was losing so much money that it nearly went bust. Or is it he discouraged people from using plastic bags by putting embarrassing slogans on them, such as referring to his shop as a colon care centre and a weird adult video store. <laughs> the bags ultimately became collector's items. That's brilliant. That's a great... That, 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 well, that is a great thing. To, I think that's hilarious. I, well, I want it to be the second one, so I'm going to go again with the one I want it to be, rather than the one I think it actually could be. I'm okay. going to go with the with the, the the slogans and the names on the bags. That then became collector's items. Yeah. You will be correct. Well yes. done. <laughs> um, now, obviously, we'll move on to the finest sport in the world, cricket. And how did cricket get a kick in the teeth the day after the World Cup final? Was it that the date, uh, the date was the same as the launch of an NHS campaign to encourage children to play active sports during the school holidays, which includes athletics, football, racket sports and cycling, but not cricket, <laughs> snooker and darts, which were listed as pastimes as they didn't involve much physical exercise? <laughs> or is it that, following the World Cup victory, Russia released a list of officially recognised sports in the country, cricket was left off even though drafts was included? <laughs> um... I'm going to go with the first one on this occasion, I think. The NHS said cricket's not a sport. Yeah. Um, that is incorrect. Oh, well, good. I'm glad it's incorrect. Sorry, I got it wrong. There we go. But it's, it's, not, it's not officially recognised in Russia. Right, okay. strangely. Um, oh, I well, they, they might recognise it now because they can't play in anything else, can they? Uh, well, yeah, good, good point, yeah. There's no point in taking drugs to um, sort of improve <laughs> your performance at sport, is there? Uh, although I did see a doctor this year and they were talking about how much exercise they did and they said that playing cricket is not really that much exercise. Did they? Yeah. Which I thought was a bit a bit, a bit inappropriate, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I... yeah, take up darts instead. Yeah. To be honest, when she said that, I nearly choked on my dowdle. It was <laughs> disgraceful. Um, so how, how did climate change protesters in London embarrass themselves in June 2019? Was it that climate change protesters accidentally set fire to one of their banners, which was made of plastic and gave off a green flame and toxic smoke? It was promptly put out by embarrassed protesters. Or is it their protest outside Drax's office was prevented, uh, which prevented many people from getting into work and was poorly aimed, as Drax had moved out of the building and a fellow occupant was one of Europe's biggest producers of renewable energy? Now this one has featured in our podcast before, and I think it's this question that that might relate to you. Yep. Is it? It is. So yeah. it's the one where they went outside the wrong building. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Was you working in London that day or something? Uh, I was, and particularly I've actually been in that building on a number of occasions. And uh, the yes, the the protesters were stood outside the wrong. <laughs> they were protesting about a company that was no longer there. <laughs> and I think they then went to go and speak to their went to go and protest outside their local bank that yeah. this company used, and also um, the company's auditors. Uh, but obviously, what they didn't quite understand was that. This, the new uh, occupants were sort of particularly big on renewable energy. <laughs> it prevented them from getting into work on that day. But there we go. Uh, so, how did a ceremony uh, to promote local business in Preston um, sort of end up with a slightly controversial end? So, this is a Preston uh, award ceremony to promote local business. Was it that Nando's won the award for best restaurants and the best pub of the year was won by Weatherspoons? <laughs> or was it the Tap and Mallet won pub of the year, which is based in Leyland, not Preston? Oh, and the Wild Goose won Restaurant of the Year. However, that's in the Ribble Valley and not in Preston. <laughs> um, I would like to think that, uh, you, that an award ceremony like that is not going to award, a, 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 you know, Weatherspoons and Nando's an award for stuff like that. And, and the mistake could have a bit more easily been someone, something just outside of the region yeah. it was supposed to be. So let's go with that one. 
you will be wrong. <laughs> um, I will at some I will dig out the details and tell you who was. I can't remember the name of the pub that came second. I th- oh, sorry, Nando's definitely came first in the restaurant. A Weatherspoons came first in the pub of the year. Best customer service. Have a guess who won best customer service? Local business, best customer service in the entire region, a branch of Greg's, <laughs> one best customer service. <laughs> and the the second place for restaurant of the year was quite an amusing the name uh, restaurant as well, so I'll, I'll mm. find that out for the next episode. Um, but yeah, I was quite uh, quite shocked when I saw that. That's, uh, yeah, well, um, that's like a, the local uh, podcasting awards that we go to um, around here, isn't it? And I think the Chris Evans Breakfast Show podcast won the best uh, podcast of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, we're not going to have a chance, are we? Uh, is there any other Chapel Town podcast? I'm not aware of it. Not sure about Chapel Town. We could, we could stand up and say we may be the only Chapel Town based podcast. Yeah. Stand up and say. Yeah. <laughs> no, sit down. You're not in front of yeah, the microphone okay. anymore. Um, so, next last question. Um, do you know how many you've got so far, by the way? Are you keeping count? No. I think probably about half mark, something like that. It should be. I mean, it's only 50 50 guessing, so I'd be disappointed. Well, your if you got questions were about you and you still got some wrong. Oh, well, yeah, but it's got a. Yeah, I didn't get any multiple choice, <laughs> did I? And oh, I've got to try and remember the price of a deck chair in London. That's, yeah, <laughs> there was like in. You May moaned about June. it. Well, no, I moaned about the price of everything from Yorkshire. It comes with a territory. Um, so during the Indian elections, why did it? Why did a priest called Dashandus hit the headlines? Was it that he ran for election but lost to someone who was already dead? He encouraged people to vote <laughs> for his opponent to highlight the problem with deceased people voting in Indian elections. Or was it five voting officials travelled about fifty miles into the jungle? to insert a polling station where he was the only registered voter. <laughs> um, and did you say he was a priest? He was or? a priest, yes. Um, this is odd. Why would, he, why would he live in a jungle where he can be the only voter? What about? Uh, let's, let's go with the first one. That's he uh, yeah. was trying to promote uh, the issue of dead people voting in elections. Uh, you'd be wrong. Apparently, he, lived, he was kind of like a priest in a sort of a remote, sort of sacred mm. part of the jungle. Uh, yeah. Like so I think he lived in some kind of cave or something along those lines. Uh, inexplicably, they also actually put the polling station about a mile away from where he lived, mm-hmm. as opposed to just putting it like next to where he lived, which would have made more sense. Um, I don't know. I've asked you a question before where it's referenced dead people voting in elections, or it did. It did have a vain shoot of familiarity when I was trying to think of a fake answer. Um, I don't let know. me hold on a minute. Um, Derek, you there? Yeah. No, he says you've not asked me that before. No, it's... sorry, I've just, I've just. I'm 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 now a spiritual medium. Mm-hmm. As a, a vacancy came up. Yeah, from so. from Derek Akora. Mm. Um, we've not really mentioned his death. Have no, we, we haven't. All. That's He's... really where I got all the information about you, not on your Instagram. <laughs> He's now my spiritual guide. He's still alive, don't he? He just, just lives in the loft of yeah, an old manor yeah. house, yeah. Um, alongside a Victorian boy who yeah. never made it to school. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, final question: uh, Why did the Japanese port town of Susaki hit the headlines in January last year? Was it that one of their town's mascots, Chitan, a fairy baby who wears a turtle on his head... <laughs> a fairy was... baby? Yeah, let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> ...was party to various jackass-style social media videos uh, that seemed to indicate that he was a bad influence on Shinjoku, the town's other mascot, who was an otter with an item of crockery on its head. <laughs> this resulted in Chitan being dropped as an official town mascot. <laughs> or was it that it was discovered that the town's mascots, the anime characters, Abashi, an environmentally conscious dragon... And Babashi... With a spoon on its head. Uh, no, there was, no, he had no headwear. <laughs> or she, gender neutral. Um, Abashi, an environmentally conscious dragon, and Babashi, an origami-loving tanuki, which is a raccoon dog, uh, were found to have various signature poses where, when re- and, which, when, when read in semaphore, were making offensive remarks about the Prime Minister Shinjo Abe. This was uncoded when some foreign sailors uh, were literate in semaphore and noticed the problem. So the... Anime characters sort of like put their arms like that, yeah, and yeah, yeah, what have you, and their arms were positioned at the standard poses to make sort of offensive remarks in semaphore. You know the system of yeah, signaling the flags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was it that, or was it that? Uh, no, I think there was. A, I think there was a mascot. There was a a, mas- a dispute between the two mascots. I think it was a. I think it, there was. Yeah, there was the jackass stunt ones. Jackass style videos. Yeah, yeah. You would be correct. Uh, yes, so that was uh, that, that was that was the year that was. Uh, what a what a strange, bizarre note to end it on. But I did think out of all the news stories I, I saw, that was probably the strangest one. Um, uh, just the fact that they've got random headwear, like a turtle, a fairy baby with a turtle head, a turtle and on a, its head, and a, and what was the other one? An otter, I think, with, with, a, with some cutlery, uh, crockery, a crockery on its yeah, head. Yeah, a weird, a, a strange sort of Japanese bowl, I think, was on its head. I think, um, I think he actually stopped because there was one strange video where he was he was 
taking things out of a locker at work and took a baseball bat out and walked off. Um, it is Japan, so it's slightly uh, unusual uh, media over there. They might listen to us then. They're not that strange. So there you go. That brings to an end our review of 2019 podcast, our first uh, episode in 2020, though. Have you enjoyed it? It's been really good. I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed yeah. you learning about your own year. Yeah, remembering what happened. And uh, reviewing the last year as well. It's yeah. been pretty fun. And I've even half enjoyed the uh, the Piston Head non-alcoholic lager. Have you finished or it? Or beer. Yeah, I have actually. Have it's alright. I've not Still got a bit off. left. I'm not tiny bit, but I'm not that impressed with it really. If you want, like, but... if you want to get in touch with us or suggest any better, because we've still got a couple, we've probably got another podcast or two before yeah. the end of your hundred days, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Hopefully more. Um, but if anyone wants to suggest any uh, lager or, or non-alcoholic beer that we can try, please do get in touch. Or for anything mm-hmm. else, get in touch. Yeah. At Waste of Webspace is our Twitter account and Facebook, or you can go to wasteofwebspace.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much. See you next time. Bye-bye.